happening without knowing that one of their companions in the name of Badong stayed behind in order to get two sacks instead of one. Badong placed the sacks in the bamboo raft and paddled towards Barangay Bitoon Haro. When Badong was about to alight, Muroy, who was clinging on a banana stalk and was following him, pointed his gun to Badong and took the latter's rice. He, Muroy, carried the sacks of rice on his shoulders while wading away in the flood. There are a first question. Discuss, discuss what crime if any was committed by Buloy and his men. I received several answers here and several new crimes. What is the proper crime committed by, by Buloy and his men? There was no public uprising, but Buloy and his men performed an act for the attainment of any of the purposes with a crime of sedition, that is, to despoil for social, political, and national government or its property. So what crime is committed? Direct assault under Article 108 in the first form. Isira, direct assault is crime committed here. Under Article 148 in the first form, remember, under the law, there are two forms or modes of committing direct assault, and this is the first. So I expect to discuss the issues here, that there was no public uprising in the taking of the of the sacks of rice, the warehouse of national food authority, that amounts to the spoiling for social or political ends, the national government, the national government of its property. See. Those were the property of the national government. So the crime is direct assault. There be. What about Muroy? Muroy who followed Badong while clinging on the banana stock while Badong was paddling his rafts. The crime, the place, in occasion of the commission of the crime, there being intimidation with the point is gun in the taking of the property, personal property, that amounts to what crime? Piracy. Flood water, which results from the overflowing of the river lakes or seas, forms part of the internal waters. If you answer robbery here, I will give you credit, but definitely not theft. Because there was intimidation. So I expect you to argue of the place of the commission of the crime in the scenario thereof when the taking was done. Be it noted class that the essence of piracy is likewise robbery. Distinction lies on the place of the commission. The manner of committing the same. They're the same, more or less. They have the same principle, the same purpose. Distinction lies on how was it committed and where was it committed. Why now? Number three, Mayor Dumo 
received 250,000 pesos as cash advance for his travel to New Zealand to attend a seminar on best practices regarding waste management. Unfortunately, he was not able to leave because of travel restrictions due to COVID-19 pandemic. The Commission on Audit reported the unliquidated cash advance, which Dumo failed despite demand to settle by presenting receipts of travel expenses. Hence, a case for malversation was filed against him. How will you decide? Justify. I noticed, class, that some of you are part of injecting answers, which is not asking the question. This one way of testing your analysis, testing how you construe the question by giving a very responsive answer to the question. If that issue is not asked, don't volunteer. Answers not asked. Limit yourself. Before you answer questions, class, you organize it in your head before writing it down. And ask yourself, why did he ask this kind of question? What does he want from me? You know, I don't ask questions for the sake of asking it. But I want to see how your mind works. There are also answers number two about far out answers of treachery, limiting circumstances. You ask that is already book two. If I need to ask about those circumstances affecting criminal liability, I should have said so. I did not. Try to peruse the question clearly. It makes sure that your answer is responsive. And present your answer in a logical manner. As much as possible, you cite the law first if you can. Cite the requisites when you present your answer. Now we go with number three again. About Mayor Dumo. A case for malversation was filed against him. How would you decide? I will decide by acquitting Mayor Dumo. Why? Cash advance for travel expense is not a public fund. Why? Since public officer received it in the form of a loan. Hence, there is transfer of ownership from the government to the public officer making the cash advance a private property. Liquidation of cash advance for travel is equivalent to payment of the loan. Hence, for failure to liquidate by having failed to present receipts of travel expense, there is no malversation. We all learn that it must involve a public fund or property under Article 2017. But in the class, not all cash advance are considered to be private funds. 
because not all issue ones of tax advance transfers ownership from the government to the recipient. Such as, for example, tax advance for livelihood program, tax advance for the purchase of tools. This that amounts to a public property. Hence, there is no transfer of ownership. Panganiban versus people, the case here. We go back again to the requisites of malversation. Number four, it is given. It's a bonus question, likewise. This is a Suriano case. For preliminary investigation, is a case for swindling or stopper. Investigated by prosecutor Unat, filed by Mr. Taiko against Tibor. Before the release of the resolution, Tibor gave a Rolex watch to prosecutor Unat in consideration for the dismissal of the case. A week thereafter, the case was dismissed to the dismay of Mr. Taiko. He, referring to Mr. Taiko, filed a case against UNAT for violation of Section 3B of Republic Act Number 3019. For easy reference class, I even cited the law here in this question, which says, it says directly or indirectly requesting or receiving any gift present, share, percentage, or benefit for himself or for any other person in connection with any contract or transaction between the government and any other party when the public officer in his official capacity has to intervene under the law. That's the language of Section 3B of Republic Act 3019. After arraignment, but before the evidence is to be presented, the Sadigan Bayan ordered UNA suspension pendente letting. Unat questioned the order of suspension, claiming that it tantamounts to ex post How would you resolve the issue raised by Unat? Would you consider him criminally liable for the forced crime? Discuss this again 10%. On the contention of Prosecutor Unat, there is no ex post law. Ex post law, which makes it act criminal before it's made punishable, is not applicable in this case. This is because suspension is not a punishment, but, but implemented for the purpose of preserving the integrity of the evidence and prevents the accused official from exerting his influence during the investigation. So it's not. Second question, would you consider him criminal liable? With the forced crime, no, he's not criminally liable because preliminary investigation conducted by prosecutor is not the prohibited contract or transaction contemplated in the anti-graft law. So there is no liability here under the law. Number five. Turut was charged for parricide, 
for killing his spouse. He was able to prove, however, that he surprised his wife in the act of sexual intercourse with his driver. The court sentenced him to suffer 10 months of this terror. After five months of service, Typhoon Yolanda hit the northern part of Panay. He fled for safety until he realized that he was already in Masbate. 46 hours after his escape, the president announced the passing away of such calamity. The following day after such proclamation, Torot returned. He explained fully the effect of his escape and return regarding the penalty imposed upon him. So I will be here to discuss about the number of hours after his escape and then the proclamation with the president. That is off tangent, but that's no bearing to the issue. Why? The issue here is what is the effect of his escape and return regarding the penalty imposed upon him. So the answer here is no effect because evasion of service of sentence on occasion of disorder, conflagration, earthquake, or other calamities, the convict must leave the penal institution, thus referring to a sentence of imprisonment. In the case of Barr, he was sentenced to Dischero. Dischero is not served behind bars. You learn this. It is more of a punishment of the convict. He cannot enter the ranges as near as 25 kilometers, but not farther than 250. Since he was not imprisoned, there is no application and has no effect at all as far as the escape in his return. Okay. The answer. Expect you to answer that way. Number six. And this goes, this goes again 10%. Knowing fully well that Mulang has an outstanding debt to his father in the amount of 30,000 pesos, Lucio wrote a demand letter to him. With the knowledge of the father, Lucio imitated the former signature and personally delivered the letter to Mulang. The entire amount was paid to him, but instead of remitting, the amount his father, he spent it on online sabong. What crime or crimes did Lucio commit? Elucidate 10%. When Lucio imitated the signature of his father in the demand letter, the act constitutes falsification of private document. Under Article 172, Paragraph 2. In relation to Article 171, Paragraph 1, by counterfeiting or imitating any hundred Though Stafa was committed here, was also committed here, but there will be no criminal liability because of the relationship between Lucio and his father. This is considered to be exempting. Neither can there be a complex crime because it could appear that there's a complex crime here. He falsified. Well, the question is, how do you classify the demand letter? It's a private document. If you have a trouble, if you don't know how to classify that kind of document, because a demand letter prepared by private, we will bring about a case for falsification of private document. 
But there is no complex crime here. Because there is no complex crime of Mustafa through falsification of private document. And I expect you to discuss why we'll be discussing this for the end time of whether a person can be charged for Mustafa to falsification of a private document. Some of you still answered that there was a crime of Mustafa to falsification. My goodness. It only shows that you are not attending this class. You just post your picture on the canvas and pretend that you're here. But in reality, you're not. Because if you are attentive and intensely listening, you could answer this squarely. Number seven. Distinguished maltreatment of prisoners under Article 235 of the Revised Penal Code from torture under Republic Act number 9745. This is for 5% class. How would you distinguish this two crimes? In maltreatment of prisoners, the victim is a detention prisoner or a convicted prisoner. Whereas in torture, the victim is a criminal suspect, whether an arrestee, a detention prisoner, or prisoner by the judgment, or even third person, is the relatives of those prisoners. The first, second distinction, in maltreatment of prisoner, the offender is a public officer who is in custody of that prisoner. Whereas in torture, under the Public Act 9745, the offender is a person of authority or his agents or members of other law enforcement agencies. Third, in maltreatment of prisoners, the purpose is to punish prisoners in a manner not authorized by regulations. And likewise, in a humiliating manner to obtain confession or information. In torture, the purpose is to punish criminal suspect to obtain confession or information or to discriminate him. And lastly, in maltreatment of prisoners, it is committed by means of dolo. Whereas torture may be committed by means of dolor culpa. So I expect you to, be, to distinguish those two crimes that way. When you are asked about distinction class, if you state a particular issue about this matter, the opposite should be the same scenario. In other words, it should answer. That's how you distinguish. That's the way the way I present it like right. That's how you distinguish. Number eight. Discuss or explain fully your answer to the following. The letter A, this is already bonus. I read as this dissertation. Is violation of conditional pardon a substantive offense? I, I'm surprised that most of you don't know to present your answer this way. I thought of the one that I'm discussing in class. 
Is it a structural offense? Violation of conditional pardon? If the penalty remitted is more than six years, it is not a substantive offense because the convict will be required only to serve the balance. However, if the penalty remitted is not more than six years, it is now a substantive offense. Why? Because the penalty of pression mayor minimum in its minimum period is imposed. Hence, an entirely separate case. Now, there will be, if a person fires his gun, what will be the crime or crimes he may commit? Well, some will be argues about whether the guy is licensed or not. This is acceptable. But you know, the gist of the question here refers to crimes of the Dream Vice Penal Code, which is if the gun is fired without pointing it to any person, with back upward or downward, without specifically pointing at a particular individual, Alarm it will scandal. be alarming scandal under Article 155. However, if the gun is fired by pointing the same to an individual or person, specific person, but the intent to kill was not clearly established, that would not amount to violation of Article 254 on discharge of firearm. But if the gun is discharged by pointing it to a person and there was intent to kill, but the person was not hit, it would not amount to attempted felony. If there is a qualified circumstance to bring about attempted murder, otherwise only attempted homicide. It does not bring about any frustrated crime against person, but only attempted. Supposing that he was not hit. Because the moment you see it, it's a different thing now. It may be attempted or frustrated depending on the nature of the injury sustained by the victim. Let's see. Enumerate the different acts of falsification in Article 171 of the Revised Penal Code. This is only a memory test for you. This is a very easy question. So I expect you to cite those eight situations enumerated under Article 171. Some of you answered differently. Who's going to say counterfeit? By counterfeiting or imitating any hundred to rubric. By causing it to appear the person participating in that proceeding with fact, they did not so participate. I expect you to write those answers. But still, some of you wouldn't understand the question, or perhaps you don't know the answer. So I give you another multiple choice in this, in this question. Although I find it to be. Again, for purpose of uplifting your grade, because you will receive automatic 5% by answering the letter. See? The question provides for 5% each. Write only the letter. You don't have to write the sentence. Write only the letter of the best answer in the following questions. Number one, the accurate phrase which applies to the crime of kudita. Is there A, it requires public into bold surprising? There B, it involves the CC Central Bank building. Letter C, it must be national in scope. Letter D, 
is committed only by soldiers and policemen. Most of the there be Cherish committed abuse against chastity because she took advantage of her position and malice gender. Let us say Cherish is not liable because Melly did not agree to immoral or indecent proposal. And let D, Cherish is not liable because she is a woman jail ward. The issue at hand here is the application of the crime under 245 or abuse against chastity. In abuse against chastity, must the offender be a man? Must the victim be a woman? What did the offender do to bring about liability in this article? That's because Charis, who is now Jake Silos, would it exculpate her from liability? Being a woman, it will not. The law only requires that the victim here should be female. Regardless of the gender of the offender, be it a man or a woman, the law requires only that the offended party be a woman. The law does not provide that the custodian of the prisoner be a man. It's not. So the correct answer is letter A. At least some of you made a good guess the grade of 5%. That should be the answer I expect from you. Apos na! Yakan yakan o! Mr. yakan yakan. Kaya o! You can, if you read the question class, you know how I give credit to the, each answer of yours. You know my standard. For those who already read your notebook when I return it, you know my standard on how I give credit to questions. So when I said when I require 10%, your answer should be worth 10%. Not that. I will not hold you much tonight, class, because I'll have to do something. I'll meet you next week. So, you want another 10 articles? That makes you 30 articles now. And this time, change your habit style. I need you to masticate really the law, likewise, the requisites under the law. You have to memorize it by heart.
You have to memorize the records backward, likewise, Guru. With the way you present your answer, some of you use widow. Most of you here are musicians. Widow. To be a good musician, should be dinota, placado. So you want to be a lawyer, don't you? So you cite the law. Speak like one, answer like one, argue like one. Do not use your native talent in answering questions in law. And be particular with your tenses. You know, I have several professors who are like us, bad examples before. They told us that they can tolerate wrong answer, but never a wrong grammar. So, when you reach 247, take another page of people, Gonzalez, it is 69, Philippine reports, page 66, people who survived the one, likewise, people who survived. I need you to read the case of people who survived. 157, 153, seven, 735, read it in the original so let's call this a night class. Good night. Night, sir. Good 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 night, sir.